Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. America and happy Tuesday. A busy Tuesday it is. Big negotiations on Capitol Hill between Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and of course the Democratic leaders of the House and Senate as well, Hakeem Jeffries and Chuck Schumer. Will we have a debt deal? Probably. I think there's a lot of posturing going on, but I think a lot of folks will believe that that is eventually going to happen as time goes on. We're going to today focus on a couple of really important things. First, Hunter Biden. We've broken so many stories in the last week. We want to continue to keep you up to speed and ahead of the curve on that. And so we have a really important, I think, interview with Cash Patel today. He was House Intelligence Committee chief investigator when a lot of this was occurring. And the Intel Committee clearly had some visibility into it. And of course, later when Democrats tried to cancel the true story, he was out there trying to push for the truth during President Trump's impeachment, during the national security declassification of Russia collusion. He's going to walk us through what's important, why it's important, where it heads. And then we're going to grab a couple really important interviews last night from the TV show that I think really bring some enlightening moments. And I think one of them comes from Bud Cummins. We heard a little bit from him over the weekend in my story that I broke. He's a U.S. attorney that tried to get allegations of pay-to-play bribery against Joe Biden to the Justice Department in 2018. He got turned down. In fact, he even got punished. His phone records were taken secretly by the Justice Department. We're going to hear from him. And then we'll hear from Sheriff Mark Lamb. He's the Pinal County, Arizona sheriff who is taking a leap from law enforcement to run for the U.S. Senate. He's one of the most cogent voices on all things related to the border and law and order in Arizona, one of the ground zero locations in our country. He's going to bring us up to speed on that. So a really great conversation today. Cash Patel at the top. Bud Cummins with the incredible story of how the Justice Department turned away evidence, potential evidence, against Joe Biden back in 2018, and Sheriff Mark Lamb. We're going to tackle that back to back to back right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly 
I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money-back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order, plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off hey folks it's john solomon here today i want to shine a light on amac an organization who's dedicated to america's seniors but is vital for conservatives of all ages amac stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. This next guest needs no introduction. He has been such a great friend and such a leader in the fight for truth and in America that's often been deceived in the last few years, whether it's Russia collusion, Hunter Biden laptop, or COVID origins. We've all been deceived and burned many times. But this guy fought relentlessly for the truth. And to this moment, he has prevailed far often than the mainstream media and his Democratic detractors. Joining us now, my good friend, the former chief of staff of the Pentagon, former chief investigative counsel for the House Intelligence Committee, and former national security aide to President Trump, my good friend, Cash Patel. Cash, welcome back. No, John, it's great to be with you. You're too kind for that intro. Um, it's a true I intro. Your credentials, but they're, they're double mine. So <laughs> ah, well, that's that. not true at all. You you went into government service and you have made a difference. With you. <laughs> uh, talk about going to the swamp. You did it sure. and you made a difference. And, and I think now people are waking up on a daily basis going, dang, that guy Cash was right. And, you know, it, you really feel burned when you get you know, when you're an American citizen and you get so hoodwinked like what some of the Democrats did, like what Joe Biden did, like what the news media and the big tech did, that I think there's a rebound moment going on in the country right now, which is mm-hmm. you guys really ticked us off. You're going to pay for this. And I think that moment seems to be over the horizon. You're, you're traveling the country. Do you get a sense in the in the, the grassroots of America that there is a, a level of dissatisfaction that you haven't seen in a long time? You know, absolutely. And John, it's not about being right or wrong. You know, who cares about that when you're in government service, as long as you do what you're signed up to do, which is swear an oath to the Constitution. And when you make a mistake, you own up to it. It's the problem is that there's so much government corruption at our agencies and departments. 
and the White House that people have just lost faith in them. And the media has been no help to that situation. You know, the easiest way to serve the American people is be truthful with them all the time. And the reason I and I just spoke to President Trump at length. And the reason why I think that message you're talking about resonates across middle America is because they're getting it. Your reporting from five, seven years ago is coming up again because they're like, wait a second, John Solomon wasn't lying. He's not a right-wing conspirator. He put out the truth, unlike the shifts and swallows and and MSNBCs of the world. Now, it's interesting in a pivotal point that Donald Trump is going to be going up to New Hampshire this week to do a town hall with CNN. But I think it's appropriate, given the shift in the national media, legacy media landscape, Yep. People, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm not really, I'm somewhat mildly optimistic, but reserved. But if he can get the message through like only he can to the audience that we've been telling you the truth, then then it's important to do. It is. I think that the audience is really reevaluating everything they've been told the last four years. It, picking your president is the most personal political choice that Americans make. Every other choice downstream yeah. is. A, but when Joe Biden looked at the camera all those times and told us things that aren't true, China's not our enemy. Of course they are. I had nothing to do with my son <laughs> saying, we exited Afghanistan gracefully. No, we didn't. And uh, inflationary is transitory. No, it isn't. Those lies, the, the perpetuation of lies really feels apparent. Mm-hmm. You feel like you've been cheated on by a spouse in a political sense. And I think it's really <laughs> building up now to something that I think could be an epic political statement in 2024. I want to take something very petty that happened in the last 24 hours because I think it gives you a sense of where the Biden White House is. The New York Post, which has been right about every story in the last uh, couple of years, Miranda Devine, my good friend, and really just a great journalist, they were kicked out of the White House briefing. I mean, what better way to elevate the New York Post if you're Joe Biden than to you know make them a sympathetic victim now that they've told the truth and you didn't? Uh, your thoughts right. on how that may boomerang? Well, it's childish antics from the White House yet again. Remember the 51 Intel story that we have now dubbed the Steele dossier 2.0. I love that. To rig another presidential election is now coming to fruition. And you're right. The New York Post boat broke that story. You got to give them credit. That was some gutsy reporting back then. And we were lied to. And now the information is coming out that Mike Morrell orchestrated this whole thing with the assistance of Tony Blinken. And they knew it was bogus, but they did it anyway. And somehow... Not only did they, former secretaries of defense and Intel and CIA, et cetera, allow themselves to publish uh, a document without having the government renew it, which is, by the way, it's a violation of their own rules. Yeah. Um, now you have the White House giving it more oxygen by, by just pandering to the uh, legacy media clowns to say, oh, we're going to keep these guys out. Ha ha. The American public is now in a different position than two years ago. Yeah. You know, two years ago, they were like, oh, well, okay, people are lying to us. The post is crazy. They've been banned by Twitter. But now we know Twitter was unlawfully censoring Americans. Now we know Twitter was in the bag with the FBI sending taxpayer dollars for the election. So the landscape has just shifted. So it might be childish, John, but I think um, it's a very important story to tell to show how far this White House is going to interfere with the system of justice, so far as, as President Biden himself has declared his son's innocence presumptively without a completion of a DOJ investigation. That's crazy. That is the definition of putting your thumb on the scales of justice. And that's why people believe we have a two-tier system of justice. Yeah, we, do. we absolutely do. There's an interesting phenomenon. You said you just talked to President Trump. He now just broke 60% in the interactive polls. That is pretty significant 
DeSantis down to 19. To put that in perspective, in January, it was 45, 34 in this particular poll. Mm. It's now 60 to 19. There seems to be an inevitability that maybe this race is over early. What are you seeing and hearing when you're on the ground? I know you're a big fan of President Trump, but you're also an honest broker. What do you see going on right now? Yeah, look, Ron's doing a great job as governor of Florida. I think everybody agrees on that. Yep. And when, but that's a different cop. That's a different level of operation than being the commander in chief of right. the greatest nation on earth. That takes a much different level of experience. Yep. And I'm not saying Ron won't get there one day, but this day is not his day. And President Trump, who I've of course endorsed and advised him constantly, I think what you're seeing in this polls um, is the fact that. His messaging, his Agenda 47, his publication of videos on Truth Social is resonating with the American people. They're like, wait a second. The Biden administration just told me the border isn't open. That's what Secretary Mayorkas literally said two days ago. I know. What do you mean the border's not open? He said it's never been open. How Then where's the fentanyl coming from? What about the drug cartels? And how is it 9,000 people cross daily illegally and some of them commit crimes in America and go unpunished? No, they're catching on to that to China, to the banking crisis, to the CCP, to the no- another never-ending war in the Ukraine. And now we're talking about the debt ceiling and all that. And people are starting to take notice of these things that they might not individually, but collectively they're like, wait a second, what if I'm next? What if Donald Trump has been telling the truth, which he has, that they're targeting him, but they're really targeting people who want to put America first values front and center. And I think that's why you've seen the dynamic shift in the polls. They just react and read now the truth that that was so de- that was so deprived to them maybe a year or two years ago, and that's what you're seeing in the polls. Yeah, that's, it's just remarkable to watch. Since the last time we talked, there have been two stories that we broke here at Just the News. Other people are caught uh-huh. up to it, and I think it's good that even mainstream media are beginning to pay attention to some of this. Two waves of information, both times coming into the Justice Department. One, an FBI confidential human source giving FBI agents enough information to put a 1023 form report together saying that Joe mm-hmm. Biden was involved in a pay-to-play bribery scheme. And two years before that, the former U.S. attorney in Little Rock, Bud Cummins, a very respected member of the DOJ community, goes to his successor colleague at the U.S. Attorney's Office in New York and tells him, hey, the Ukrainian prosecutor that Joe Biden installed when he fired the other guy has evidence, including two witnesses. They were identified as John one, John Doe 1 and 2 to protect their identities in the communications, have evidence that Joe Biden was involved in a pay-to-play bribery scheme. Two different overtures from two different angles, two years uh-huh. apart, and neither time the FBI or the U.S. attorney actually investigates them. And in the case of Bud Cummins, they end up turning around and seizing his phone record secretly, which he only found out about recently. So the guy who tries to do the good citizen thing gets punished by having his phone records seized. What do you see in that dynamic? And is this the moment where the political protection racket gets broken? A systematic pattern of gross government misconduct and unlawful activity. I can directly rate to Bud Cummings. He went in and told the truth about an investigation as a prosecutor that DOJ buried. So what do they do? They surveil them. I went in and told the truth about investigating Russiagate and exposing Pfizergate corruption, and the DOJ surveils me and issues subpoenas against me. So this is not a one-off. It's not about me either. It's about an established pattern of conduct by these government gangsters that are in charge that they're, you do not know better than us. We know better than you. And especially when you prove our corruption and expose it, we the deep state are going to come after you. That is an, a pattern of conduct that they have established from Russiagate 
to Jan 6, to Hunter Biden's laptop, to the classified docs case, how it's being treated differently between Trump and Biden. They have shown America that there's a two-tier system of justice at every single level, whether it's constitutional oversight from Congress, whether it's the executive branch prosecuting people based on political orientation and embedding spies and sources at Catholic churches, houses of worship. This is how off-tangent our law enforcement community has become. And this is why other countries are rightfully now saying, you America cannot lecture us on the judicial system that we have because yours is literally a three-ring circus. And it's operated by circus animals to their benefit as long as they get back to the feed barn and they don't care about the Americans they serve. And America is catching on. These stories are piling up. There's no way for them to say Hunter Biden intel letter didn't rig the election there's no way for them to say hunter biden didn't commit criminal conduct everybody can go to the laptop and see it i think that the the break the ultimate breaking point will come when they undercharge hunter biden and walk into a sweetheart deal i think that will set american hearts ablaze with fury and rightfully so yeah you got it exactly right cash it's such a remarkable thing. There is another moment in this last week, and it's just, it, it, I call it a Cash Patel moment, because how many times did people <laughs> wake up and go, oh my God, Cash was right. They said he was wrong. He's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. right. We, January 6th, right? They, the, the, the National Guard troops were really offered. Uh, it just, we keep learning that, but this one's a fun one. Hunter Biden goes into the Arkansas child support case, and his lawyers have to admit the laptop is real, but they want to keep it out now because it's outdated. So they have a new term. It's no longer Russian disinformation. It's just outdated, a really amazing, (laughs) vindicating moment. Eating that sort of crow before a judge has to be really amazing. But there's a really serious thing going on in Arkansas, which is the judge there may force Hunter Biden to divulge things that Congress doesn't have access to. Like, how many gifts has he been getting? Who's been sustaining Mm. him? Who's buying Mm. his artwork? That could really, at a very important moment where Comer's investigation is picking up steam and growing, that could bring a really, really important piece of knowledge. Well, what Congress has the power to do and the ability, like Comer and Jordan and companies, to stitch these things together. That's their job. You can't have it out there piecemeal. I agree. I hope the judge in Arkansas sticks to the law and forces Hunter Biden to divulge information, which we have, in my opinion, unlawfully withheld from Congress, law enforcement authorities and the court. And to divulge that and let the public know, because it is a case of public importance. It's a matter that DOJ is currently supposedly investigating. And what Comer needs to do, especially this week when he goes and talks and makes his presentation, is start delivering the documentation to the American public. Don't say to DOJ, don't prosecute Hunter Biden until I speak. Just send him everything. So you can say, hey, I sent you everything. Then go to the sticks and make your presentation to the American public. But you have to start releasing documents. You don't have to do them all at once, but you got to show America what you're talking about. And if you can fold in what the judge in Arkansas is doing, that only adds WASA to your argument because you're putting out truthful reporting. So it's a big moment in history right now, especially for those that say, like you did, uh, like you alluded to, excuse me, that, you know, this is an old story, uh, Hunter Biden, et cetera, and his laptop. Well, you know, fraud cases at DOJ, having been a former federal prosecutor, sometimes take five years to get to indictment. Literally, many of them do, especially the complex paper fraud cases, which when you're dealing with CCP entities and getting tons of money from them is a complex fraud entity dealing with the foreign government and a lot of entities that are listed um, that you cannot do business with. So that takes time. But right now, I'm hoping uh, Comer just 
produces the bank records. Yeah. Um, that that would be a great starting point. As you know, money doesn't lie, and America can read numbers and letters like that with clarity. And there's no room for uh, arbitrary uh, decis- definitions. Yeah, that's true. That's the message that America is sending very poignantly right now to its leaders. Cash, uh, you have some important work you do every day. You help people get justice in the media space, in the court of law, fight with cash. What's the best way for people to stay in touch with your work and support you if they are if they want to join the fight? Yeah, we're doing great work over at the Cash Foundation. You can go to thecashfoundation.com. And I'm always on Truth Social at Cash, at KFH, on Truth Social at Cash, where John is putting up uh, breaking news literally every other hour. It's impossible to keep up with, but it's just great, great platform. And um and I think I told you, John, I filed a federal lawsuit against the government yes, because they are sitting huge. on the manuscript of government gangsters. Yep. It's in federal court. If you can believe it, it got assigned to the same D.C. judge that, it, that did the Sussman trial. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but uh, governmentgangsters.com, the book's on pre-sale right now. Keep going there. And uh, we're going to get this out. We're going to take it. To, we are in court. We're suing the DOD and the government. They have sat on it for six months. And now we have outside forces attacking me baselessly because I'm trying to expose the fraud that you and I just spent the last 20 minutes talking about in greater detail. So governmentgangsters.com for your pre-order and signed book copies. We're going to get this book out this summer. Uh, That's an important moment. Uh, More truth coming from Cash Patel, which we're very lucky to get so many great stories from him and truth from him because uh, the best thing we're going to get is give the American people the facts that make up their mind. They're very smart. They just need to stop being yep. deprived of the facts. That's it. Right. Yeah. You know, when you spoil it all down, John, it's pretty simple. It's like uh, we did during Russiagate. We put the truth out. You've reported on the truth. Yeah. That's really what journalists and American service members, uh, those who serve in government, are supposed to do. Yeah. And uh, we always knew it would be a longer road, John, but I it's think true. we are um, on the road to gaining the trust of the American public, which is more important than anything. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Cash, what an honor. Uh, I know you're busy, so we're going to let you go. But thanks for spending so much time with us and getting us up to speed on all these important issues. And uh, I know we'll be calling on you real soon, maybe in the next couple of weeks with a Hunter Biden indictment seeing to be, seeming to be in the wind. Yeah, look forward to it, John. Thanks so much. Thank Great you, sir. Thanks for all you do. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Bud Cummins going to follow up on where Cash left off. A really important conversation about the Justice Department and a dual system of justice. Bud Cummins, former U.S. attorney, coming up right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. 
Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome back, America. Over the last couple of weeks, we've learned of two instances back-to-back in 2018 and 2020 where credible information came into the Justice Department to raise questions about whether Joe Biden, when he was vice president, played a pay-to-play bribery scheme, that he was involved himself in trading U.S. policy for money to his family. We know the first one from James Comer didn't get investigated. That's why there's FBI whistleblowers. This morning, we broke the second story. This one came from one of the Justice Department's own, the former U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Arkansas, joining us right now to tell us exactly what happened in the fall of 2018 is former U.S. Attorney Bud Cummins. Bud, great to have you back on the show. Thank you, John. Good to see you. Yeah, you as well. I know you've kept pretty much quiet about this and you wanted to let the system take its course. But when you, I looked at your emails, I looked at the time. I mean, you seem to approach with witnesses, John Doe's, uh, a Ukrainian attorney general who could come here and maybe lay out the evidence. Were you surprised when the Justice Department simply didn't call you back? Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, you said credible evidence. I don't know that the evidence was credible. I like to think I'm credible, and uh, it's their job to determine if the evidence is credible. But but the allegations were very serious: obstruction of justice, maybe bribery, maybe treason. So I, I yeah, I was probably astounded that they were not curious to hear what these people what actual evidence these people were offering to bring to them. Yeah. Mm. Pathological incuriosity. We talk about that with respect to the FBI quite a bit, actually. I wanted to ask you, though, because I think when Americans hear this story, um, they probably have flashbacks to Joe Biden on stage bragging about his conversation with uh, Poroshenko at the time regarding Victor Shokin, the prosecutor, um, and, you know, son of a bee, he was fired. And so a lot of people think that there's a connection here. Is there a connection? Well, again, I don't know. My, you know, that, that's the investigator's job to make those connections. But even at the time that the, these allegations were put in my hands and I was asked to arrange this meeting so they could actually make a presentation and show the evidence to uh, the appropriate investigators, I wasn't familiar with the Ukrainian situation. I wasn't never heard of Burisma. Not sure I'd ever heard of Hunter Biden. But as I as I tried to understand the allegations, I started asking myself, what would be the legitimate reason for uh, this company in Ukraine to pay Hunter Biden millions of dollars 
while his dad had the the lead on the Ukraine portfolio and, and had reportedly traveled there, I don't know how many times in a number of years and, and was really kind of in charge of American policy there. What would be the legitimate reason? What what skills did Hunter Biden have or, or other services did he have to offer a company like Burisma? And I, I couldn't find anything in his background that that would explain that. So I think right there, you start off with a connection because somebody should try to explain to us what would be the alternative uh, explanation for them paying him money if it wasn't to buy influence. Yeah, that's a great point. And James Comer is asking that very question now, not only in Ukraine, but in several other countries now. So maybe it repeats itself. Uh, For a lot of people, they don't know the Ukrainian figures very much, and they seem like distant figures. And Ukraine has a long culture of corruption. So I get that part. What's interesting about the people who are approaching you to bring the attorney general of Ukraine here is that Yuri Lusenko, the man that wanted to meet with the uh, U.S. attorney in New York, was the man that Joe Biden himself handpicked to replace the prosecutor he fired. So the guy that replaces uh, Victor Shogun, the Biden and the uh, and the white, uh, the Obama White House picked this guy to be the replacement. And two years later, he's coming out saying, I saw some bad things. That dynamic, the fact the guy that Joe Biden picked himself wants to come forward and say, I think I did, Joe Biden did something. Did that influence you a little bit when you were listening to the story, realizing, hey, this guy, this guy was in a position to know. Well, I think the things that, that influenced me were, number one, their insistence that they wanted to make a connection with legitimate. They started off asking me to make a, a, a meeting for Lutzenko with the Attorney General of the United States. For a variety of reasons, I thought that was going to be difficult. So I shifted to the Southern District of, District of New York. But they weren't. They specifically didn't want to go to the media. They specifically didn't want to go to the Republican National Committee or to, you know, uh, Kellyanne Conway or to to Hannity. They wanted to keep it in a legitimate, discreet, investigative mode and hand over professionally evidence to to the United States professionals. That got my attention probably as much as anything. And also their obvious mistrust of the FBI that had been assigned to work in in Ukraine and their great distrust of our ambassador over there. Yeah. Law enforcement to law enforcement. That's the way it's supposed to work. Hmm. Wow. Exactly. Supposed to. And that's why Um, I handled it like I did, because when people make serious allegations, we don't know if they're true. So you investigate quietly and discreetly as long as you can to not slander anyone's name. Now we've seen it done just the opposite uh, with the Mueller investigation and any number of other things where Donald Trump was the target. But the way it's supposed to work is you protect the reputation of the target until you convince yourself that you're dealing with legitimate evidence and you're ready to make a case and only then does it become public? And that was what I was trying to facilitate, but never got out of the starting blocks. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because to me, there, there, there's also an issue, you know, the Gipper said we are the shining city on the hill, Ronald Reagan. And I think that a lot of Americans would like to think that we are still viewed as that on the international stage. But when you have these folks from Ukraine, uh, at least two John Doe's who are willing to to step forward, it's a courageous act to be willing to attest to something like this. These two folks who are willing to step forward and then they find out that, oh, never mind, we don't want your information. What type of damage does that do to us? 
Oh, I think it does a lot of damage internally and externally. I'm a former United States attorney. It's, you know, arguably the thing I'm most proud of in my career uh, and, and will be. And I took a lot of pride in the Department of Justice and working for Attorney General John Ashcroft and the things that we stood for. And, and uh, you know, I handled political investigations of high profile uh, politicians and in a number of cases nobody ever knew we had, did the investigation because we didn't make a case and we didn't uh, sully their reputation it, when people start believing that they that these investigations are political and they're not based on evidence in fact uh, the entire system loses credibility and and uh, you know people quit respecting the authority of the law. I think, I think you're seeing that a lot just at every level in law enforcement, but this, all this, uh, uh, defund the police movement, I think encourages people to resist arrest and to cause problems and traffic stops. And they put everybody at risk. We want to respect law enforcement. We want to respect authority, but when we start believing that it, they're not legitimate, then there's not so much respect. And then, and then I think, chaos follows it's not good yeah biden uh influence peddling russia collusion you have a case you're currently working on the keith ranieri case that raises some yeah. of the same integrity issues you got about a minute left and we're gonna have a whole nother segment right after you tell us why you got involved and what's so troubling about this case well uh, you're right it's this uh, you know unfortunately the the uh hunter biden case is not an isolated case. I mean, we know about the Hillary email case. We know about the Clinton Foundation. You know, this dual system of justice is is pretty apparent. And then in this Keith Raniere case, and some people may be familiar with him from the HBO series The Vow. They may like him. They may not like him very much. But there's seven experts who have signed affidavits that, to their in their their expert opinions, with a hundred percent degree of certainty, the key evidence in that case was tampered with while it was in the custody of law enforcement. That's really serious. And that those allegations have been out there and those affidavits have been on file and nobody's done anything about it for, for many, many months. And uh, I think that that's very disturbing. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Up in a few minutes, Sheriff Mark Lamb from Pinal County. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He's a law and order sheriff right at the border state of Arizona. Now he's running for U.S. Senate. Joining us right now, Pinal County Sheriff Mark Lamb. Sir, good to have you back on the show. Thank you, John. Thank you, Amanda. Always good to be on the show. 
We are excited to have you. This is a dramatic week. We have Title 42 expiring. The flood's going to get even larger. But at the same time, the first real action in Congress that we've seen in a very long time, trying to force the hand of the Biden administration to start enforcing the law. What's your take on what you're seeing on the front lines? It's a disaster here in my community. I'm not even on the border. I mean, we're, we, every day we've got more and more apprehensions. Our aviation unit is pulling people out of the desert every day. I spoke with the Yuma County Sheriff today. They have 4,000 people in custody down in Yuma right now. Mm. Um, they were 400 people sitting on the levee waiting to cross. Uh, the sheriff in Cochise County, Sheriff Daniels, says that Border Patrol told him they're releasing 400 people into his community every day because they just can't hold the people. Um, it's a disaster and it's only going to get worse. They expect those numbers to go from about seven to 8,000, which is what we're seeing now, up to over 11,000 a day wow. uh, in the next few days. And this is going to be catastrophic for all of us. Yeah unsustainable. Sheriff, over the weekend, I was flipping through the channels and I, I flipped over to one of our local news affiliates here in Los Angeles, and they were reporting the fact that Alejandro Mayorkas ha is begging illegal immigrants not to come to the border to try to get over once Title uh, 42 is lifted. Have you seen any evidence of that at all? Well, anybody that's hearing what he's saying isn't going to take it. It's, they're they're going to take it with a grain of salt because this administration doesn't back anything up. They have no muscle behind their mouth. And so I don't expect anybody to change their behavior. It's almost like a wink, wink, hey, don't come. But then they uh, they just don't do anything to stop them either. And so uh, it's been sad to watch this administration just completely undo uh, what President Trump had been doing, which was working and very effective. And they've just over two years, uh, it's been a complete disaster. Yeah. Sheriff, I, I know you're a little bit away from the border, but you probably see a lot of the fentanyl coming across. How bad is it? People tell me this year may be the worst year they've ever seen in terms of fentanyl trafficking. Is it accelerating over the last few months? Yeah, it's absolutely accelerating. Not only that, I go across this country, I have an opportunity to speak with a lot of sheriffs. And I've been saying this for years, that this would be the major epidemic we would deal with in this country. But now the cartels are going even harder. They're doing things like uh, adding xylazine to the fentanyl, which right. is a non-opiate, so it's impervious to the Narcan and the, the, the naloxone. They're also doing things like gray death, which we found in our county, which is a combination of fentanyl, um, uh, heroin and car fentanyl, which is a hundred times more powerful than fentanyl. So mm. yeah, it's on the rise and we're seeing more and more deaths. And uh, I think this is the, the biggest threat to the American public. And it's clear by the fact that it's the leading cause of death. And you can thank China and, and the Mexican cartels uh, for this. Yeah, that's for sure. Sheriff, there are reportedly 1,500 additional personnel there at the border. But as you read the job description, it doesn't seem like they are there to actually protect the border. It kind of seems like they're just glorified concierge service because they're there to provide additional support as far as processing. So it's just going to be more. It, it, I guess they're just changing the definition of illegal or legal because it seems like that that's the only thing that's happening. They're just allowing them to come into the country. They're not stopping them. You know, I, look, I'm, I'm glad they sent 1,500 troops, but make no mistake about it. I did a video the other day and I said, I'm going to drop a truth bomb on you. These 1,500 troops are there to process people into this country faster. They're not, they're, not, they're not there to stop them 
or to keep them from coming into this country. They're there to make sure the American people don't realize what a, what a catastrophe this is. And if you want more truth bombs, come check it out at Amer- uh, SheriffLambForSenate.com. I need your help. We've got to stop this problem. It's not getting stopped at the federal level, which is why I'm now taking my fight from the state level to the federal level. We need people that are proven conservative fighters that are going to stop this border crisis, fix it, help fix it, um, and also uphold the rule of law, which we're not seeing from this administration. Yeah. I want to ask about the border states, because Texas is actually doubling down and really trying as best it can to use its state powers, its legislative powers, uh, even its land annexation powers to try to fight illegal immigration and put a dent into it. Arizona, since Katie Hobbs took over, seems to be going in a different direction. Are the two states headed in uh, different strategies when it comes to this crisis? Yes, we are. The governor had a meeting today and she released what was supposedly big news, but it was typical uh, honestly, liberal stuff where it's just, hey, we're going to help the NGOs. We want to give the NGOs more money. The only talk about helping local law enforcement was to help with our search and rescue because she knows that we're going to be fishing people out of the desert like crazy now right. this summer that the cartels will leave for dead. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a very weak attempt by this governor to uh, as a response for the Title 42 problem that we've got. Um, it needed a much stronger uh uh, response, but it's honestly, it's what we expected from her. Um, I was hoping for different, but we're getting exactly what we uh, we thought we would get. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's terrifying to see. Sheriff, I wanted to bounce back to something you mentioned a moment ago. Congratulations on your announcement regarding running for U.S. Senate. Obviously, immigration, I, I imagine, is the number one reason why you decided to throw your hat in the ring. But as as you look at people who you would be potentially working with uh, in the U.S. Senate up there on Capitol Hill. Who are some of the people in Senate who you think would be good allies for you? You know, I I look forward to having that opportunity to figure out who my allies will be. I will tell you, I was at an event the other night with Ted Cruz and John Cornyn and Pete Ricketts and, and, um, um, oh, I'm going to forget this last one. I shouldn't forget it. Uh, Oh, Rick Scott. Rick Scott, Um, They were great. Honestly, these were all men that they're going around this country. They're passionate about this. They want to take the Senate back. I hopefully am going to be part of taking this Senate back for the not just Arizona, but our ability to take the Senate back on a country level, on the national level, is probably going to go through Arizona and the presidency will likely go through Arizona. So I look forward to being a uh, part of that part of that process. I look forward to figuring out who my friends are going to be. I'm a very friendly guy. I, I like to make friends. So. (laughs) Well, that is a key uh, skill in politics. I want to ask you a little bit about the decision. You've been a law and order guy. You've been an amazing sheriff. You're a model for many other sheriffs around the country. When did you realize that you had to do something more, that you were called to do something bigger than just enforce the law, but maybe go to Washington and change? It's a big leap. Tell us the thought process that led you to do it. Well, there was a lot to it, a lot of prayer. Honestly, my wife and I had to pray a lot because the idea of them spending 50 to $100 million to ruin your life is not exactly... (laughs) <laughs> something you go to bed at night with. Um, but 
you know, I looked at what we were doing on a state level, on a county level. We try to stop these folks every day. I even did a case uh, uh, which is participating in or assisting a human smuggling organization here in Arizona. One of those things says that if you omission by a public servant in his official public servant duties, we did a case, filed some charges against my orcas, and um, we couldn't do anything about it because of the supremacy clause. And that sent a message to me that the only way we're going to get these people out of there is to vote them out or to impeach them or to switch them out. Um, we can't hold them accountable on a state level. So I'm going to take that fight to the federal level and we're going to hold them accountable on the federal level. That's important. Sheriff, very quickly before we go, you, John brought up the fentanyl issue, but there's another very ugly issue pertaining to illegal immigration, and it's the human trafficking aspect. I think for a lot of Americans, they look at the crisis and they think, how could this possibly get worse? But how is the title, how is the lifting of Title 42 going to actually make it worse? What we're doing is we are bringing those people to the doorsteps of the cartels for the cartels to not only take advantage of them, but to abuse them. Um, uh, many, many thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, are being put into the sex trade every day, women and children. Cartels understand how many times can you sell people a pill once, but how many times can you sell them a woman or a child over and over again? Hundreds. Um, they're also extorting the men and the women that come here. They're saying, hey, you can't afford it. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll just pay. You can pay us as you go. So this slavery's uh, at its all time right now. We've got to stop it. That's not the American way to allow slavery. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. So grateful you can join. A uh, big thank you to Cash Patel, to Bud Cummins, and to Sheriff Mark Lamb. Uh, three busy guys, but all of them, I think, making some important news, giving you facts that you can make up your own mind about that we might not have known about. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.